0: Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. I'm riding solo this week. And on the docket is Clyde Mays, 15-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. So this is not sourced from MGP. That's what's we're gonna be I'm gonna be reviewing this week. 115 proof, I believe. It's not on the bottle. They sent me a sample, not the whole bottle. So I uh I don't know the proof exactly. It's either 112 or 115. So but what we're gonna talk about is gonna be sort of a, a, a mishmash of things from this past week. I uh I watched or listened to Chris Hart's podcast uh or uh, uh video thing that he does uh, show Chris Hart down in uh, Texas does a great job um, what's the name of his podcast let me look it up real quick because I want to give him a I've mentioned it before but I want to give the full name a mention, just so I'm not uh, copying and being a dick without actually giving him whatever I mean a plug of I guess whiskey neat podcast with the whiskey ginger whiskey pete whatever you want to call him but anyway he had uh, will and the grease on from the podcast and he also had the bourbon junkies on and they were talking about uh, uh grease's uh divisional thing in whiskey where he's posted for like a straight week very vague posts on Facebook, all the Facebook bourbon pages about a division in the whiskey world and yada, yada, yada. It's coming. Blew. Just trying to get, you know, typical, trying to pub your shit up. So, so you can get listens. Um, when it, when it basically boiled down to him saying that store owners are seeing that people are selling stuff on secondary market. So now he thinks that they're all going to start selling it, closer to secondary market prices instead of retail prices because they're losing money. Which to me, which was mostly struck down in the podcast if you listen to it, it's kind of silly because, I mean, the ones that do it now get a reputation for selling above retail and it's not a good reputation. And I think the better way of doing it which technically, quote-unquote, or no quotes because I'm the one saying it, they're selling it above retail, but the the store owners that are requiring them to be sold in bundles or you have to buy a store pick to get this or you have to be a member of our uh, rewards program in order to earn enough points to get this bottle, technically you're paying above retail in the end, but what you're – I mean – you're still getting bottles in return. You're not paying just straight cash out your pocket over what over what retail's supposed to be, which is different, in my eyes. I mean, if you're going to require me to pay to buy extra bottles in order to get something, I'm fine with that. I mean, you're at least getting a bottle. It's not just straight cash out of my pocket. But anyway, what was brought up on the podcast, um, and what was sort of uh a sticking point between me and Will earlier in the year when all the pi- uh Facebook pages were getting shut down he brought up on the podcasters page that uh secondary market is illegal so thus not good or it's illegal it's illegal it's illegal okay <clears throat> Technically, yes, selling whiskey on the secondary market is illegal. Understand it. And let me just say that I don't like the secondary market. I don't buy on the secondary market. I sell occasionally, but not much. Only when I have to. Um, so I get that the second secondary market is not good, but... My major sticking point is and what it was when Will and got Will and I got into it was the word illegal. I hate and when I say hate I really hate that reason for disliking the secondary market because everybody and when I say everybody I mean everybody does something quote unquote illegal throughout the day. You speed, you don't stop at a stoplight, you don't come to a full stop at a stop sign. <clears throat> you take coffee creamer when you don't buy a coffee, you take a straw when you don't buy a cup. You, there's things that you do <clears throat> that could technically be considered stealing or a road hazard thing or whatever. It's just, it's, it's silly little stuff. And that's what I consider secondary market stuff it's silly the only person you're hurting when you sell in the secondary market is good old uncle sam who doesn't get their their pence which they already got from the tax when they sold it the first time <clears throat> shipping it should not be illegal it's stupid there's no reason for it to be illegal there's no reason for weed to be illegal there's, there's a lot of things that shouldn't be illegal that are and okay technically they're illegal I get it and I understand that that's, I don't know, I just, I understand that that's illegal, but at the same time, I don't think it's any worse than a lot of the shit you do on a daily basis. If you're going to speed, you're going to go 10 miles, you're going to go 15 miles over. If You go 20 miles over that is in line with a felony. I mean, that's, you can lose your license by going 20 or 25 over. So that's the same thing as selling a, a bottle of booze. I mean, what's? where do you draw the line is what I'm saying. <clears throat> if you're going to consider that illegal and that's your major issue with it, then there are a lot of things you should stop doing every day, but you don't and you're not going to. So that's the point. It's just like don't use that as your excuse for why you don't like the second-day market. You don't like it because it inflates bottle prices? Agreed. You don't like it because it brings stupid people into the hobby. Agreed. You don't like it because Julian Van Winkle doesn't like it. Okay, I get that. I mean, There's a lot of reasons why you could not like the secondary market. Illegality should not be one of the sticking points that you go to first. All right, my wife is coming down to say goodnight to me, so... I'm going to have to pause it for kisses. Give me kisses. Huh? You're not giving me kisses? What? Why? It's not live. I can cut this out. Probably not. So you're not going to come give me kisses just because you might be on the podcast? No. <laughs> just come say it. What? What are you, Adam Sandler from, uh, what was that movie he was in? He didn't like kissing in public. Anger Management. Just come give me a kiss. I'll take the mic away from my face. What do you have to say? Oh yeah, can't snap three. It's rude. What? <laughs> Good night. Maybe. Alright. Okay. <clears throat> In the morning. Huh? Okay. There's not much in there, but uh, carrots anyway. All right. All right. Good night. I get it. You're killing my airtime. I do. My oh, wife's giving me a hard time about putting the dinner away. Everybody, uh go follow her on Instagram at uh Mrs. A Huffman. M R S dot a dot huffman. She doesn't post much. But you never know. All right, well, to get back to the point, we're gonna just go back to this uh I'm going to review this sample and we're going to call it a day. 15-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon. Hmm. Nose. Sweet caramel. Candy caramel. Hmm. I mean caramel is candy, so makes sense, but it's like a, a like a Werthers, not like a straight caramel. Palette. Man. I don't know where this was sourced from for sure. But if I had to guess, I'd say Barton because it's got that like peanutty sweetness. It's like a caramel covered peanut. It's good. That's, I mean, if you could buy, I think $150 is a bottle of this. That's a nice solid drink, man. That's It's as good, if not better, than any other single-barrel Barton I've had. It's got a little bit of a Kentucky hug at the end. Not much. Very, as the kids like to say, smooth. It's an easy drinker. The the, the, the peanut. The peanut caramel peanut just sticks with you. Alright, well I'm going to cut it off here Um, 12 minutes It's a short one Um, Until next time, enjoy your pours And enjoy your family